100 of the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast 100. I'm Russell Dowden with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and MJ Monthly Magazine. What is that? I'll tell you about that here a little bit as well. We are live from Albuquerque at the Albuquerque Convention Center this week. We're recording here Saturday, the 22nd. We've been here for the last two days, uh, Friday and Saturday. We've set up our booth here with our friends at TPS Lab here in Albuquerque at the Convention Center. Lucky Leaf, we've been to those. A lot of us here in, in Texas know the Lucky Leaf. We've had booths, many of you uh, listening know and have had these booths at these events. We have did the Houston one, the Austin one, and the Dallas one in 2020. This is the second Albuquerque Lucky Leaf Expo. The first one was in February. Done the first one here prior to the beginning of the April sales of cannabis sales in New Mexico, which began in April 1st of 2022, the earlier this year. So I was unable to make the one in February, but I'm glad to make the this one. I figured the one here in October might have a distinct smell in the air after legalizing full recreational cannabis here in the land of enchantment as of April 1st. They have had $40 million in monthly sales of cannabis since April 1st. That's April, May, June, July, August, September. We are now in October. That is six months of consecutive $40 million in cannabis sales. They have done, I believe, around $19 million in medical cannabis sales and then about $21 million in recreational sales. So it's right around 49 to 50 percent. Their their medical program is still very strong, uh, creating you know about half of the revenue. And the four major cities that are experiencing the um, most activity in the cannabis sales, Hobbs is very popular. Not a very big town in 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 the state of New Mexico, but it's one of those border cities kind of like that's near you know up there near Clovis but you know because it's on the border it's the fourth highest grossing tax revenue generating city in New Mexico because it is so close to Texas so our fellow Texans are going in droves to Hobbs on the border to buy their cannabis uh, against it and, and bring it back to Texas but the other three uh, cities that are the primary cities and the metros that are bringing in the re- revenue, and you can this is all broken down in the New, Me- New Mexico's agricultural website. But it's Las Cruces, Santa Fe, and Albuquerque. Albuquerque being obviously the biggest city, the the, the number one sale, um, the most revenue and tax revenue coming in. So the tax, I was visiting with um, some friends in Roswell the other day. As I drove in on Wednesday and got here Thursday, I was visiting with 
uh, a Roswell dispensary off Maine called uh, Brian's Green Care, and they were saying, you know, that the Russell the tax is twenty percent. So if you buy some, you know, you, it'll be a twenty percent tax. So if you bought twenty-seven uh, percent THC flour is what they were offering me, which I was not interested in at all. Um, anyway, twenty percent tax is the tax that they have on their cannabis here in the land of enchantment. So the state revenue, you know, so we've got 40 million times six months equals $240 million times 0.20% of that is $48 million in tax revenue that the state of New Mexico has seen and able to generate for, you know, other fund, fund other programs here in, in the land of enchantment. So that's kind of gives you an idea of, of just what six months has done. It's actually been, it's going into seven months now. Um, but um, the month of September's data came in recently, and it was actually $39 million. So after six months, uh, the sales were always over 40, just over 40. And then we just noticed that it tapered down to, to 39.5. Uh, so people still had some weed left over from the previous month, evidently. <laughs> but here, let's turn this other mic on just so you can hear a little. Yeah, this is the mic two on, so you can hear how loud it is here in the uh, convention center. There's music, there's food, there's beer. There's probably 130 vendors here in the convention center. And let's give chat on. I'm pulled up. I'm on luckyleafexpo.com. And uh, and I'm looking at the website here, and there's still ticket sales going on. People are people are people are call, uh, are still coming in. Uh, let's let's bring in the um, a, a promoter and event holder, for Chad from the Lucky Leaf Expo, is joining me here on the podcast uh, as we are live here in the Albuquerque Convention Center. Uh, Chad, how are you there? How's it going, buddy? I'm doing good. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thanks for putting this thing on. I was just mentioning um, to my listeners uh, moments ago, Chad, that that you did this. You know, my Texas listeners know that we've attended your your events in Houston, Austin, Dallas. You had these uh, in Texas in 2020. Uh, you're still doing these around the country. You had one here earlier this year, Chad, in, in February that I know that I missed. So I'm real excited to... Um, to be here in Albuquerque post the recreational sales market that began in, in, in New Mexico here April 1st. So I, I kind of had a feeling there might be a distinct smell in the air over here in this one here in October here in Albuquerque, Chad. This one's a lot of fun, a lot of vendors, a lot of people coming in and out. How's it going for you guys with Lucky Leaf in your expos? It's going really well. You know, uh, we went in Albuquerque. We, we had our first show in Albuquerque this year. Uh, was It went extremely well. We had over 3,500 in attendance. That was before recreational sales started on April Fool's Day of April 1st or April Fool's Day. Uh, and then, um, you know, the, the, there was so much demand for that show. And we usually like to come in after rec sales start. So we decided to come back a second time this year. Uh, the, the tickets are still being purchased as we speak right now. It's 1.41 p.m. Mountain Time. People are still trickling in the doors. Uh, it's a great market. It's a uh, uh, one of the best shows we've had since our existence. Well, Chad, it's uh, it, it really is. Uh, I don't think I've, I've been to several of these. Of course, the three you had with us in Texas, 
those were the three previously that I've been to, and and yeah, man, this one's definitely the biggest one I've ever been, especially from a vendor perspective. Uh, how many vendors did you have at this year? Because I still haven't been to every vendor, Chad. Well, uh, the February show we had 108. We maxed out the uh, expo hall that we had uh, there. So after the first show, we got uh, double the space. We have about 140 exhibitors. This is the largest show Lucky Leaf has ever had in existence. Wow. Uh, when it comes to so this is our biggest show. You have people all across from America coming to this show, whether on the vending side or whether it's the attendee side. Several of our brand, the, the brands inside the show are uh, nationally, na- nationally traded on the uh, NASDAQ or New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. There's a lot of big brands here. Yeah, there are some big vendors. I, I noticed Bloom is here. Uh, Bloom, a big mm-hmm. manufacturer, uh, and uh, in all the retail stores, there is, uh, you know, you've got Wild Hemp is here, which is a Texas company. There's quite a few, uh, Chad, I noticed, from Oklahoma. I talked to Ron, yeah. the attorney from Oklahoma. He's a, a character, man. There's a whole section on, on this north end of the convention center that's all Oklahoma guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the New Mexico market is that exciting. Uh, it attracts people from all across the country. Everybody wants to come to New Mexico. You're allowed to grow up to 12 plants. There's no limit or no caps on licensing. I mean, the doors are wide open for people to want to do business in New Mexico. It, it's a great market. In my opinion, it's one of the best markets right now that's new in America. Yeah, it really is. And before we brought you on, I was going over some of the numbers in revenue that the land of enchantment has created uh, since April Fool's Day of this year. Now, uh, six and a half months, the state of New Mexico has generated forty million dollars a month in cannabis sales. Excuse me, forty-nine percent of it at nineteen million dollars is their traditional uh, medicinal cannabis. But another twenty, another twenty million has come in on the recreational side. So when you take the $240 million in six months at 20% tax, the state of New Mexico has now grossed $48 million, Chad, in tax revenue in six That's months. That's a big deal, and it's just, it, it, she's just going to keep growing from here. I mean, it, it, the, the legislators, uh, the governor, uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, we had the pleasure of having her at the expo la- yesterday morning at 10 a.m. She gave the uh, opening right. remarks. She pushed for this. She helped pass the bill. Uh, and they made it a really good bill for the state and its, its community to do business. And uh, some states are very restrictive. Uh, like we were just in Virginia in July. It's a very restrictive uh, state, even though they're recreational. They haven't fully gone recreational. Only 50 percent uh, of the market is because they allow home grows. Uh, but, you know, the, the, they did good in, in, in New Mexico. Um, Again, it's a great place to do business, and uh, the legislators got it done to where it's easy to do business there, not just for New Mexicans, but people outside of the state of New Mexico. Yeah, it's it's really exciting to see people from Wyoming, from California, from Oregon. You've got vendors, almost 140 vendors, did you say 134 or something like that? 140. It could be wow. a little bit more than that. <laughs> we do have a team that came from Hawaii to this show. Uh, I mean, the, the, once we finish the, the show and we look at the analytics, we probably hit all 50 states. Well, we are at booth 435 here in Albuquerque, and uh, just near me is Wild Hemp, Canna First. There's a Dispensary Profit Center. Um, there's the Standard Insights. Uh, looks like they're a, 
uh, marketing, e-commerce. There's uh, white label promotional opportunities. I'm sit, I'm here with our friends at TPS Lab, who do you know soil testing in, in in the Lone Star State. Folks are coming from all around, and I've been my bag, Chad, is already heavy and full, and I don't think I've been to but to maybe. 50% of these vendors and gotten business cards and networks. So it, it's. We're going to be coming back to New Mexico, to Albuquerque next October again for our third annual show. Uh, so we're really excited to come back there next year. You knew the laws were going to change. So you had the one in February, which is what I understood did really well for you, but, but you wanted to come back again after the law passed, cannabis sales kicked in, right? Correct. We, we, we usually traditionally like to go in uh, after a recreational sales start. You know, it was hard to find the right date uh, to do that. And so we came in February, which is still a really great time in our industry. Uh, and then we knew the potential of the market. So we said, hey, we'll, we'll head back there a second time this year. Well, I think it was definitely a great idea. Where's the next Lucky Leaf Expo coming up? We have five shows next year. We have uh, Albany, New York. That's going to be a really good market, a new market. Retail sales are supposed to begin at the end of the year. Dispensary is supposed to open up in New York at the end of the year. That's April 14th and 15th. Then we move on to Jackson, Mississippi, May 5th and 6th. Then we have Baltimore, Maryland. That's going to be a new state about to go recreational. That's Mm -hmm. July 21st, 22nd. We're going to New Jersey. Uh, And then we'll finish off the year in Albuquerque, October 13th and 14th. Wow, fantastic. So Albany kicking off retail recreational sales later this year? Yes, and dispensary should be opening up late late this year. Wow. Well, uh, Trish took care of me as I got in with my media pass this year, and it's just a great turnout, Chad, uh, with this fall one here in Albuquerque, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, Thank you very much for being on the show, and I'll let you get back to your Saturday, and and then I'm going to get to go back to co-mingling with everyone here at the Albuquerque Convention Center here in uh, downtown Albuquerque. It's the Lucky Leaf Expo live broadcast edition. This is actually podcast number 100 this week as we continue here in the land of enchantment. Thank you, Chad, for being a part of the show, buddy. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. Continue uh, success to Chad and uh, the good work he's doing with his staff. I'm Russell. It's Texas Hip Show. We'll be back right after this. J Monthly is available for free at all CBD and smoke shops and dispensaries across New Mexico, Albuquerque, Santa Fe, Las Cruces, and Las Vegas. Expanding to Roswell and Tucumcari this year. Cannabis sales in New Mexico are at their peak in the land of enchantment. The premier cannabis publication for New Mexico and the Southwest. MJ Monthly offers grower and retailer profiles, genetics, financial services, and other business news for cannabis lovers in the Southwest. News, tech, Technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things cannabis in the land of enchantment. Offering 10,000 copies each month available for free at over 300 CBD stores and smoke shops in New Mexico. That's MJ Monthly Magazine and the MJ Weekly News Podcast. Visit online at mjweeklynews.com or listen wherever podcasts are available. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. 
All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show podcast number 100, live from Albuquerque at the convention center. We are here at our first full cannabis convention. Uh, just got through speaking with Chad, the director for the Lucky Leaf Expos that he does. And Chad was telling us that, you know, he does these conventions right at a time where the states go recreational, which is smart. And he's been doing these for some time now, but he comes in and Albany, New York, um, you know, they're, they're doing the cannabis is going full rec later this, this December. And so it looks like he's going to be having one coming up uh, next year not long after they go recreational. So uh, he was here for February. Um, I missed that one, but then they go live recreational April 1st of this year. And then here he's back for the second annual this, uh, during the same year here in October. So we are live here again at the Lucky Leaf Expo. The, the website is luckyleafexpo.com if you haven't been to these. I don't know when he's coming back to Texas, guys, because he's doing these more now in the states that go rec. I don't know when he's coming back to Texas because we don't know what Texas is doing over there. But uh, he has had some interest, he said, recently for Austin to, to maybe do another one. The Austin, of, uh, out of San Antonio, Austin, and Dallas, I think Austin did the best, Chad was telling me. And, uh, and that was during COVID, and it was kind of a weird spacing out. Of, of the way things were in that Austin Convention Center. So uh, maybe Chad will get one going back in Austin. But hopefully Texas will, will get some, some new things going with with our lawmakers there. And, and I don't know when that will happen. But, you know, we're been we're constantly covering at the Texas Hemp Reporter and on the Texas Hemp Show, we're constantly covering the cannabis as it relates to, you know, all of the country. And... Uh, Oklahoma has a great program. Uh, New Mexico full rec now here for six months, generating you know $240 million in, in, in cannabis sales since April Fool's Day, Texas. So, you know, if our legislation can you know take a look at that, I know Texas, you know, one of the biggest things that Lisa Pittman tells me, you know, at Pittman Law is that, you know, we've got to get more lobby effort into pushing for legal cannabis in the Lone Star State. And um, when you take a look at the energy and gas and oil and cattle that is takes such precedent in the Texas market, uh, it's really those industries that, you know, we need to have a heavier lobby effort from the cannabis community and CBD hemp community in Texas to try to make better laws. So you've got to lobby for it if you want it. And that's just the way it works in politics and with uh, with lawmakers. But we've been covering Oklahoma and New Mexico more in the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine over the last couple of years. And we're starting to see more and more New Mexico coverage, especially with regards to the recreational market that they've had since April of this year. So We've started running articles. We're reporting on Oklahoma's market. They were trying to get recreational on the ballot this November. That didn't happen, but we think that that's gonna that's gonna probably change next time for Oklahoma lawmakers. They'll probably get that done in, uh, in the next year or two. So, uh, but a great recreational program. Oklahoma is represented strongly here at this event. There's a whole corner section at the kind of the end zone of the facility here in the left end zone is nothing but Oklahoma and a shout out to uh, Robot Farms who we profiled in the magazine earlier in the year 
uh, he recognized me over there and um, uh, those guys all said hi and, and said they might be able to help me get a, a channel of um, distribution into the Oklahoma market if we wanted to get uh, the magazines up into that area. But uh, we've been covering Oklahoma and New Mexico more in the Texas Hemp Reporter. And so in January of earlier the year, we we had to change our printing partner, which was in Dallas, and we, we moved over to the a Santa Fe uh, printing partner in Santa Fe is, is who we use to print the magazines all of 2022. So we've, we've slowly uh, been talking with them about getting distribution for the Texas Hemp Reporter to be in New Mexico. But you can't be in New Mexico's full recreational cannabis market and still be Texas Hemp Reporter. So that the sister brand that we created for New Mexico is MJ Monthly. And so everybody still gets the Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, at their CBD stores or in the mail, but the cover for New Mexico is MJ Monthly, and so you'll see the MJ Monthly branded articles in some of the Texas Hemp Reporters that you're picking up here in Texas. Um, but that brand, that only thing that's different is the cover. So the cover for MJ Monthly is is got the same ads, the same articles are in there. It's just we added a different cover for our New Mexico base. So we're in Albuquerque. You're, so your, your display advertisements when you run an ad in the Texas Hemp Reporter is not only in uh, Houston, San Antonio, and Austin, but we're now in El Paso, Las Cruces, Albuquerque, and Santa Fe. But in those, in those markets, including El Paso, it's actually MJ Monthly. So that's just the expansion that we've been going through over here at uh, on our end. And we're just noticing that you know, those opportunities in those states. So we're just expanding our, our brand of publishing into these other markets. So great talking with those guys at uh, Robot Farms in Oklahoma over here because they've put me in touch with their transportation manager um, that does a lot of the distribution. They said there's some, I think there's 7,000 dispensaries and smoke shop retailers in Oklahoma. So it was pretty... Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy. The numbers are insane. There's way. I mean, little podunk gas stations are selling cannabis, um, medicinal cannabis, on the side of the road in uh, Choctaw, uh, Oklahoma. So there's just like w- there's more. They told me there is more dispensary smoke shops for medical cannabis in Oklahoma than California, Arizona, and. Uh, New Mexico combined it, it was ridiculous like it was so many 7500 so anyway I don't know if we'll get into 7500 locations in in Oklahoma but we probably will get into a couple of hundred at some point over there but I'm Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter magazine and uh, uh, the Texas Hemp Show podcast uh, we have been passing out both the Texas Hemp Reporter cover and the MJ Monthly cover that are here at the Albuquerque Convention Center. And um, uh, been a lot of fun down here. Lots of vendors. Uh, never been to a cannabis one before. I think there may be flour in here. It smells like there's flour in here. I know that there's been some vape things and vape products. There's. Uh, it has the distinct smell of uh, some product being shown in the facility. So I'm pretty sure there's there's some of that in here. But but anyway, we may take another break here and then fit in another opportunity for somebody on on the on the here in the hot seat talk with us. But it's Russell. This is podcast 100. And again, we are live from 
the Albuquerque Convention Center. Uh, check out TexasHempReporter.com. We'll be updating the website a lot more with all the new articles that are coming out. I want to also come back and we'll talk about the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Uh, there's some other events coming up that we want to promote. So stay tuned for more uh, live from Albuquerque at the Convention Center Lucky Leaf Expo. Uh, we'll be back after this. It's the Texas Hemp Show. TFNB, your bank for life, we understand the unique struggles this emerging market creates for early adopters. We love working with innovative entrepreneurs on the next big thing, and we believe hemp is exactly that. For over 130 years, we've been getting to know our clients and helping them plan for their future. Come tell us your story and plans for your venture. TFNB Bank, your bank for hemp. Proud to support Texas farmers. Visit online at tfnbtx.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs' exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one -on -one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. We are ATX bud tenders, and we sell marijuana. Nosotros somos los ATX bud tenders, y nosotros vendemos marijuana. Aquí chico de mal, chico chico mal. Obviously, that was all made up, and obviously, we don't give. A we will serve a cup. We'll serve anyone. Real marijuana today. 737 Gas Bud. com. Contact us now and get weed cheaper than any time in your fucking life. The Texas Hemp Reporter is available free at all CBD and smoke shops in Houston and Austin, Texas. Expanding to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Cannabis is slowly becoming legal in Texas. So be sure to listen to the Texas Hemp Show podcast every week, wherever 
podcasts are available. The premier hemp and marijuana advocacy publication for Texas, the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. Mail to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. Now in our third year, with more than 100,000 copies made available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops in Texas. That's the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and the Texas Hemp Show. Visit online at TexasHempReporter.com and listen wherever podcasts are available. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. To the Texas Hemp Show. This is podcast number 100. Podcast 100 of the Texas Hemp Show. Here at the, our booth here with our friends from TPS Lab. Anyway, there's some upcoming events I wanted to cover that are coming up in the Texas area. Uh, the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival is going to be coming up on November 19th next month, about a month away, about four weeks away approximately, because it's Saturday the uh, 22nd, so it's about four weekends away will be the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. That's November 19th, actually my birthday that day, at Distribution Hall. The headlining performing artist is Kali Buds. I've interviewed Kali Buds in Rockstar Magazine a few years ago. Uh, the Mau Mau Chaplains will also be performing. It looks like a Soul Fire will be there along with Sister Nancy and DJ Tropicana, all uh, some local artists from Austin. But again, um, the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, that's Sweet Cincy's second annual Texas Hemp Harvest Festival. Uh, you can expect some food trucks, a uh, raffle for prices drinks, vendors. It's always a lot of fun as everybody gets together there in the Lone Star State to celebrate the hemp harvest uh, as well. There's another event. Let me find that one here in the magazine as I'm kind of flipping through the Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, There's another big event coming up with our friends Liz and Patrick. They are going to be having their annual event. That's going to be the uh, Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. Again, we'll be at the Far Out Lounge in South Austin on Congress Avenue. That is going to be December 10th. Great, beautiful ad on page 41 of the current issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, Check that out. It is the Taste of Texas Hemp Cup. That'll be the third annual, December 10th, from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. down there on South Congress at the Far Out Lounge. Awesome vendors. They, of course, have the award show, so it's very honorable mention to receive a Taste of Texas Hemp Cup for best tasting flower in the Lone Star State. Liz and Patrick over there. So Taste of Texas Hemp Cup is coming up. Let me see what else is coming on. We got, Like I said, that Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, uh, as things kind of get into the end of the year, uh, you, you get a lot of those events that start happening, especially around harvest time, it seems like, every year. Um, another event, my next event, will be at November 11th, Friday, November 11th, and Saturday, November 12th, 
Alyssa Nolan and her group with the Texas Hemp Coalition, which I'm a member of, will be throwing the Texas Hemp Summit at Texas A&M University at the AgriLife Center there up in Bryan College Station. So uh, that'll be the first annual Texas Hemp Summit. This will be a two-day business-to-business event produced by the Texas Hemp Coalition that will focus on the business side of the hemp industry through educational discussions uh, related to farming, processing, cannabinoids, fiber, and retail topics uh, concerning the Texas hemp operators. I know the Ag Commissioner Sid Miller is supposed to speak at that event. Again, the Texas Hemp Coalition doing their inaugural summit Friday, November 11th and Saturday, November 12th, two days highlighting the trending topics facing the Texas hemp operators featuring leading experts in industry sharing their insight and knowledge on the ever-evolving hemp landscape as it relates to hemp in the Lone Star State. So check that out. Going to be there in College Station. So we will have a booth at that, and I'll be traveling for that. That's the next event that I will be at. So there's a couple of ones there. The other event that I had covered here in my fall events calendar was this event that I'm at, Lucky Leaf Expo. Uh, here today, 21st and 22nd of, uh, here in Albuquerque. So, uh, you know, the fall, that's when a lot of these events get going. But again, just to recap, Texas Hemp Harvest Festival at Distribution Hall, November 19th. And then the Texas, in, in, in date order, it would be actually the Texas Hemp Summit, November 11th and 12th. Then the Texas Hemp Harvest Festival, November 19th. And then our friends Liz and Patrick's debate their Taste of Texas Hemp Cup for the first Texas-grown hemp flower competition in history, Taste the Texas Hemp Cup Far Out Lounge, December 10th. So that's going to be coming up here in the coming weeks. But, um, yeah, check out TexasHempReporter.com. There's some great articles in the upcoming issue. Our friends uh, down there in the valley are profiled uh, uh, Gulf Coast Hemp Farms. Gulf Coast Hemp Farms down in Harlingen, Texas, profiled Frank Rodriguez and his family done a fantastic job with some of the hemp flower that they are growing in the Rio Grande Valley and they sent some pictures over and we did a, a great little interview with Rachel Nelson thanks to uh, Joe Perdaza over at TPS Lab making that introduction and uh, they are client in fact clients of um, uh, Noe and Joe and Frank over at TPS Lab in Lab in, in Edinburgh. So we, we made the introduction from TPS Lab to um, the guys here at Gulf Coast um, uh, Hemp Farms, and they've got some beautiful plants. That interview is on page 24 and 25. I will post that on the website next week when I get returned to Austin. Uh, but some great articles in here: Paper Money, Cannabis in New York City, the the real Green Deal. Ken Gibson contributing this uh, fall to uh, an article about the coming changes in New York cannabis laws there uh, as well. So that's a very good article. Um, Russell Jessup from the Texas Ag Life Extension talks about trichome size maturity and and uh, hemp, the, the new study of hemp digital microscopy, uh, far above my pay grade. For, uh, that, but also a good interview and uh, profile on Susan Hayes, candidate for Texas Ag Commissioner. A lot of stuff uh, coming up. Uh, we reprinted that for our friends in New Mexico, the Tommy Chong interview. Um, 
also profiled Austin Cannabis Company. So there's a lot of, lot of good stuff in the current issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter. And, um, and then, you know, a special shout out to some of the new New Mexico advertisers, our friends in Albuquerque at Sawmill Cannabis Company, uh, Sawmill uh, available, or the magazines are available at their Los Lunas location, uh, as well as um, Paso del Norte, and then they have one on Lomas, and then on Phoenix Avenue, but but four or five locations for the Sawmill Cannabis Company. That's sawmillcannabis.com. Check those guys out if you want to visit them and try some of their products. Um, and they're also following us on uh, Instagram, too. We created a new Instagram for um, MJ Monthly, so at MJ Monthly for uh, Texas Hemp Show followers. We're on Texas Hemp reporter on Instagram. Uh, shout out to Wopovi Cannabis in Pojaque, New Mexico. They're up there near the Santa Fe area. Um, Wopovicannabis.com and they are up in Santa Fe. And uh, you can check out their website at uh, Wopovi, W-O-P-O-V-I, Cannabis.com. And um, thanks to those guys for running a display ad in there as well and then another shout out to uh, Zaya Collective over in Las Cruces go over there those guys check them out just check them out on the internet guys if you're in Texas just google these guys uh, Zaya Collective but uh, special shout out to some of those New Mexico advertisers and then big shout out to my friends at TPS Lab and the Hemp Plan um, I'm here at their booth in Albuquerque here at the Lucky Leaf Expo. They've opened their arms up and let have my little podcast uh, set up here at the expo here. So TPS Lab, your crops dietitians, they're in Edinburgh, Texas. Visit tpslab.com for more information about those guys and give them a call at 956-383-0739. Noe, Joe, or Frank will be happy to help you uh, help you out. Feel free to take one of those if you'd like. <laughs> We are recording, and folks are just walking by, picking up magazines. But we're going to conclude our podcast number 100. I'm on the road by myself, so I don't have a co-host to go run around and find somebody to come in here. I was hoping to get a couple of people uh, to come by. Several folks wanted to be on the show, but they haven't walked by while I'm recording, so they're lost. Oh, well. But I'm Russell, live from Albuquerque, going to sign off here for the Texas Hemp Show podcast pick up a copy of the texas hip reporter at your local cbd or smoke shops around texas and uh you can also pick them up in new mexico now actually all right i'm gonna get out of here we'll see you next time it's the texas hip show it's not much on talking he's just too mean to die and they'll be coming down from kansas and from west arkansas it'll be one big old party like it never saw Uncle Sweden's got his Texan pride Back in the thickest with his Asian bride He's got a Airstream trailer and a Holstein cow Still mix whiskey cause it still knows how he plays that shock tall bingo every Friday night. And know he had to leave Texas, but it won't say why he owns a 
section of black lake you follow caught a great big old blue cat on a drift and juggling sells his hardwood timber to a chipping mill cooks that crystal meth cause the shine don't sell he cooks that crystal meth cause the shine don't sell you know it he likes that money he don't mind the smell